the first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there, and the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Addicts podcast. My name is Mung Sung, and unfortunately, my co-host, Los, is unavailable for a brief period of time due to a conflict with his real job, saving some lives out there. Uh, so I'm going to be finishing out a few episodes of our Quick Snap series uh, solo here. Today we are going to discuss the Houston Texans. Um, let's start with Arian Foster. Now, Arian Foster tore his groin muscle um, during training camp, and it's proposed that he may be back as soon as week three or week four. Um, now, there is definitely some risk, especially for a guy like Foster, who has missed a lot of time throughout his career due to recurring injuries to similar areas of his body. Um, however, if you are a risk taker, Arian Foster is one of those running backs who could be a top five guy, even playing only 12 games in the season. And that's the kind of player that you want on your team for that playoff push and for that title push. Um, after his injury, initially, he was going very late in drafts, but since then, his ADP has crept back up to you know, the sixth round and even the fifth round in some cases. I do think that if you are strong at wide receiver or if you grabbed Gronk or some a similar type situation where Arian Foster is going to be your running back too, as long as you can survive those first initial couple of weeks, I do think that he is worth drafting um, you know, in those middle rounds. Now, as for Al Alfred Blue and the guys behind him, I do think that that's going to be somewhat of a committee. Um, if you drafted someone like Foster or even a guy like Le'Veon Bell, uh, I do think that Blue could be a decent fill-in. But again, personally, I don't think that Alfred Blue is very good. I do think that uh, Chris Polk and Jonathan Grimes are going to steal some work from him. And I, I, at the end of the day, I would rather gamble on Arian Foster a couple rounds earlier than take Alfred Blue for four or five games, uh, you know, a couple rounds after him. At the end of the day, it's really about that upside, and that's why you want Arian Foster on your team for, you know, weeks 13, 14, 15, and 16. As for the receiving game, DeAndre Hopkins really broke out last year. Um, you know, with Andre Johnson as the number one, DeAndre Hopkins was able to get open uh, and then finish the year with over 1,200 receiving yards and six touchdowns. Um, this year, he is the clear number one wide receiver in Houston. Uh, the, problem, the problem that I have with DeAndre Hopkins is this. Uh, for those touting him as a top 10 wide receiver, I do want to point out that last year, uh, the Houston Texans faced one of the easiest schedules in the league, and this year they have one of the most difficult. Um, that is something to keep in mind because now the number one cornerbacks uh, and a lot of the coverage in the secondary is going to roll Hopkins' way. Now that said, he is a very talented wide receiver, and I do think that he can succeed despite these factors. Um, at, at the end of the day, we're going to have to see how uh, Brian Hoyer looks in that offense. I do think that he was serviceable enough to make Josh Gordon a top five wide receiver. Uh, and as such, I'm not too worried about the quarterback situation. Uh, we will have to see how he does those first four games without Arian Foster to keep 
defense is honest. However, once Foster is back, I fully ex expect DeAndre Hopkins to have low-end, if not higher, wide receiver one numbers. Um, for me, his current draft position is right about where he should be going in the third round, right, right around guys like Alshon Jeffrey and Mike Evans. Um, I do think that there are questions for all those guys, and arguably Hopkins has just as high of a ceiling as those other wide receivers in that same range of ADPs. Um, as for the other guys next to him, um, we have Cecil Shorts and Nate Washington. I think those two guys are likely going to be the starters in Houston. Uh, however, I just want to point out that Cecil Shorts did have a couple of thousand yard receiving seasons in Jacksonville. Um, and that was with guys like Chad Henney throwing him the football. So I do think that he could be an underrated slot guy um, in Houston despite the quarterback woes. Uh, he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on if you want to take a shot late on him in rounds 13 or 14. Um, personally, I'm not sold on Nate Washington uh, keeping that role. I don't think that he is a very good wide receiver. We saw what he had in Tennessee, and it wasn't much. Um, but either way, both of these wide receivers are going to be lottery tickets uh, or your bench guys, a wide receiver four or five even. As for the tight end... Last year, Houston didn't really target the tight end position much, um, and I don't see that changing a whole lot. They've got Garrett Graham, uh, but for fantasy purposes, I think that C.J. Fedorowicz is going to be the more intriguing option uh, if he actually gets to see more snaps. Um, you know, last year, the again, the tight end wasn't particularly involved. I believe Garrett Graham finished with fewer than 200 yards receiving and just one touchdown. And again, these guys should not be drafted. They're more, you know, someone to keep your eye on the waiver wire in case one of them does get more involved in that offense. Uh, as for the quarterback situation, uh, I don't think we really need to discuss that. We've seen what Brian Hoyer is, uh, and it's definitely not a quarterback starter in fantasy. If anything, he's a low-end QB2, high-end QB3, only if you're desperate or in a very, very deep league. The last fantasy-relevant player that I really want to discuss um, is the Houston defense. J.J. Watt is basically a force of nature that nobody can stop. Um, and actually, one of the most underrated additions that any team made this offseason was Houston adding Vince Wilfork, which is going to give a huge boost to an already strong defensive line. And if Jadavian Clowney can make a full recovery from his knee surgery last year, that might be, uh, you know, that might rival St. Louis for the best defensive line in the entire league. Uh, add, add in Jonathan Joseph and a good core of linebackers, and I think that the Houston defense is going to be a top five fantasy defense this year. Um, so that will wrap up the Houston Texans edition of Quick Snaps. And as always, thank you for listening. We always appreciate you taking the time. Uh, if you have any questions, you can reach us on Twitter. I am at FFA underscore Mung, that's M-E-N-G, and you can reach my co-host Los at FFA underscore Los, L-O-S, and you can reach our fantastic producer Dan at FFA underscore Dan. It's a fantasy world, and we're all just addicts in it. Thanks, guys.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.